This is 100 times better than ending with thank you. When it comes to the end of a speech, most speakers, including the super impressive TED Talkers, close their speech with thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining me today or some variation on the theme. Don't get me wrong. Saying thank you is so important. Showing your audience gratitude is a really great thing. What I'm saying is don't close the speech, the talk with thank you. It's a pretty dull and boring way of ending. Today, we're going to discuss a new way of closing your speech that's not just thank you. And what I'm about to share with you today is not only relevant for closing a speech, but also for a talk or ending a meeting. You could even do this at the end of a conversation. This strategy is forever going to change the way you close your talk. It's going to leave your talk in the audience's mind for hours, days, weeks, maybe even years to come. So wouldn't you want to try out this approach? Your message will have higher impact, longevity, and the best part is it may even initiate a call to action. How amazing does that sound? Are you ready for this game changer? Let's get right into it. I have three magic words for you. Food for thought. Now you may have heard this term before, but we're talking about it in the context of closing a talk, closing a meeting, ending a speech. Let me explain. Food for thought is posing a question at the end of your talk, but not just any old question. It is by design an open-ended question. Now you may be wondering, well, why does the food for thought work? How can that be a great way of closing? Here's why. This open-ended question will be so alluring, so enchanting, so inviting that they're going to think about it. It'll just pop up throughout their day. They might be getting on the subway, on their way to work, making dinner, playing tennis. The thought of your speech and the message that resonated with them will just surface if you use a food for thought. So in other words, it keeps your talk alive. It'll stay in the back of their minds and they might even want to act upon it. They might want to do something about the message you shared, the information you gave, the reason you were able to persuade them, the reason you want to avoid a closed-ended question, starting with do you, did you, have you, is because the audience will answer that right on the spot. Yes, no. And poof, your talk, you, will disappear in their minds. There's no need to linger upon that message. So here are the three steps that'll help you generate a food for thought for the end of your talk. Step one, formulate a question using to what extent, why, how, in what ways. Notice how we're avoiding closed-ended questions. Step two, allow the food for thought to organically emerge from your talk. In other words, you don't wanna force it, but let it appear as the relevant thing to ask. So it has to be related to your talk. Logical connections explainers, right? That makes sense. Step three, address a burning question that the audience may have had throughout your talk. And to do step three, you can ask yourself two things. What question would I have liked to answer for the audience, but don't have an answer to? What question can germinate from this speech, but has 
No solution as of yet. Let's look at some food for thought in action. Say we've just wrapped a talk about revamping the education system. Your food for thought could be, how would you provide the best real-world education that a child needs to excel in this world? For a talk on policy change, you may end with, what remains to be known is whether these policies will have negative impacts alongside the benefits they bring. If this topic interests any of you, I highly encourage that line of inquiry as we continue to address this important issue. For a talk about the future of our planet, you might have a food for thought that is, when will we reach a point where terraforming Mars will be our only chance at human survival? No one knows for sure, but based on our current trajectory, that day is fast approaching. What you do now will influence that deadline. So as you can see, these are so much more powerful than ending with, thank you, right? Say your thank you, get your food for thought in there. The audience will be mesmerized and they're going to think about this question. They'll ruminate over it and they might even find a solution to the question you pose. You can also think of it as a research question that you're putting out there for future inquiry, for future development, and for further research. So to sum up, food for thought is a powerful way of closing your talk, and it establishes not only your authority as a speaker, but also your credibility. And it will get the gears in the audience's brain working. And that's what we want. No one in the audience expects you to have the answers for everything, even if you're a subject matter expert. The way knowledge works is that everyone moves it a little bit forward. So you've moved it forward, now it's the audience's turn. Think of it like passing the torch to the next person. So that is the power behind the food for thought. Before we go, let's quickly recap. The problem that we're trying to solve is to end the talk with something other than thank you. Our solution to this problem is food for thought. It can spark passion, curiosity, and even generate a call to action. We've discussed three ways of generating a food for thought with these three steps. Phrasing it as an open-ended question, letting it organically emerge from the topic because it's relevant, asking a question to which there is no solution as of yet. So these are the three steps to help you figure out what your food for thought will be. The first step in coming up with an open-ending question should be relatively straightforward. Now you may have a little bit more difficulty with steps two and three because you really have to think about what you're telling them, what message you're sharing, and where the gaps in knowledge are. But you can think of it along the lines of, I've done the research, I've contributed, now I'm passing the baton so that you can also do the research, contribute, and add to the fount of knowledge. My advice to you is to practice trying out the food for thought strategy by trying it on your friends, maybe in a casual conversation, See how people respond to it and what kind of curiosity and questions it generates. If you find that people are really interested in knowing more and thinking about it and you can see the wheels in their head turning, then that is probably a good food for thought. So practice it, try it out in different scenarios, and then use it when you want to close your talk, end your speech, come to the end of a meeting. It's a really powerful way of closing that speech.
With some practice in those settings, you will start to see the gradual benefits of doing a food for thought. All right, X-Learners, that's a wrap on this video. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you found this video useful. If you did, give it a like. It means a lot to us. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you're subscribed so that you can get all our videos every time we post. I will see you in my next video. Happy exploring.